0: Good afternoon. This is All India Radio, and I'm Gunmala Kapoor with the Midday News. The headlines. Prime Minister Narendra Modi embarks on a three-nation tour to France, UAE and Bahrain, says the focus is on bilateral relations and new areas of cooperation. Ahead of PM's visit to Paris, India's ambassador to France says combating terrorism in all forms will be one of the priorities for the two countries. Jammu and Kashmir governor directs release of 5 crore rupees for each district and divisional commissariat. Says work must begin under back to village program. Former union minister Peter Dambaram to be produced before a CBI court in the INX media scam. Home Minister Amit Shah chairs West Zone Council meet in Goa, and in Cricket, Men in Blue take on the Caribbeans in the first test match at Antigua this evening. Match begins at 7pm Indian time. (music) Prime Minister Narendra Modi has said his visits to France, the United Arab Emirates and Bahrain will strengthen India's relations with time-tested friends and help explore new areas of cooperation. In a statement ahead of his visit, Mr. Modi said, in France, he is looking forward to holding talks with President Emmanuel Macron and Prime Minister Philippe. The Prime Minister said that in the UAE, there would be comprehensive talks with His Highness, the Crown Prince of Abu Dhabi, Sheikh Mohammed bin Zayed Al Nahyan. Mr. Modi said his visit to Bahrain would be the first ever prime ministerial visit to the Kingdom. He said he is looking forward to meeting Prime Minister His Royal Highness Prince Sheikh Khalifa bin Salman al-Khalifa and His Majesty the King of Bahrain, Sheikh Hamid bin Isa al-Khalifa. Ahead of the PM's visit to Paris, our correspondent spoke to the Indian ambassador in France, Vinay Patra. In an exclusive interview to AIR, he said, One important aspect of the Indo-France relationship in the last four years is the focus on time-bound implementation of decisions. Terrorism is a global issue. In context of India, it is in form of cross-border terrorism. But issues of terrorism and cross-border terrorism in general and all other issues related to it, such as cyber-terrorism, financing of terrorism, India and France have same point of view. Our participation is powerful, strong and global. Naturally, this issue will be talked open in this upcoming visit between the two leaders. Our correspondent has filed this report from Paris. Indian ambassador in France has said that after the first visit of prime minister Narendra Modi in 2015 we have observed that decisions are not only taken in bilateral meetings but they are implemented expeditiously efficiently and forcefully he said that in today's meeting the two leaders will take comprehensive assessment of the relationship and will also establish timeline and agenda for our future cooperation in coming years talks on cooperation in all important fields like security industry and trade Challenges of counter-terrorism and climate changes, people-to-people contacts and cultural exchanges are expected. Prime Minister is scheduled to address the Indian community and inaugurate the memorial for the Indian victims of the Air India crashes in Niddaegle. Nitin Kekar for AIR News, Paris. From Paris, PM Modi will go to Abu Dhabi on the second leg of his tri-nation tour. Speaking exclusively to AIR correspondent, Indian Ambassador to the UAE, Navdeep Suri, said the two countries will jointly release a stamp to commemorate the 150th birth anniversary of Mahatma Gandhi along with His Highness the Crown Prince. This particular visit is important because Prime Minister will be receiving UAE's highest civilian award, the Order of Zayed. He will be having very substantive discussions with His Highness Sheikh Mohammed bin Zayed, the Crown Prince of Abu Dhabi. And, of course, he will also be launching the rupee card in UAE. This is going to be the first time that the rupee will be introduced in the Middle East. Jammu and Kashmir Governor Satyapal Malik reviewed the status of security and the law-and-order scenario in JNK and Ladakh at a high-level meeting at the Raj Bhavan in Srinagar last evening. It was attended by the advisors to the Governor and Chief Secretary. The Governor was given an assessment of the prevailing situation regarding the adequacy of essential supplies and delivery of various public services to the people. He was informed that there was no dearth of essential commodities and their supply is being ensured. While reviewing the law and order situation and preparedness of the government machinery, the Governor emphasized the need for constant alertness, preparedness and synergy among various departments and agencies to enable dealing with the emerging situation in a coordinated and effective manner. The meeting also reviewed the response to the Back to Village program. To kick-start the follow-up to this program, the Governor directed the Finance Department to place 5 crore rupees per district and 5 crore rupees per Divisional Commissionerate to start work on a minimum of one work per panchayat identified in the Back to Village program. Further, the funds released by the 14th Finance Commission, two panchayats so far, 800 crore rupees, can be leveraged by Deputy Commissioners, DCs, by incentivizing sarpanches to spend money on back-to-village works, with DCs giving a small matching grant for each work. Opposition parties, including the Congress, Trinamool Congress and the DNK, protested at Jantar Mantar in the national capital today to demand the release of political leaders under detention in Jammu and Kashmir. Congress leader Ghulam Nabi Azad, CPIM General Secretary Sitaram Yachuri, CPI General Secretary D. Raja, Samajwadi Party leader Gopal Yadav, Lok Tantrik Dal's Sharad Yadav, RJD's Manoj Jha and Trinamool Congress's Dinesh Trivedi were among those who attended the protest. This is All India Radio giving you the news. For quick news updates round the clock, follow us on Twitter at AIR News Alerts. Senior Congress leader and former Finance Minister P. Chidambaram, who was arrested by the CBI in connection with the INX media corruption case, will be produced before a Delhi court today. He was arrested by the probe agency last night from his Jorhbagh residence in New Delhi. Chidambaram was kept at the CBI headquarters after his arrest. The former union minister was missing since rejection of his anticipatory bail by the Delhi High Court on Tuesday. He, however, appeared at the Congress headquarters and addressed the media yesterday evening. Rejecting reports of his evading the law, he told reporters that he was working with his lawyers preparing his papers for his bail application. The Congress leader had moved the Supreme Court, seeking protection from arrest in the INX Media case. However, he failed to get any immediate relief from the Apex Court, which will hear his plea on Friday. The CBI had been seeking Chidambaram's custodial interrogation in the case pertaining to alleged irregularities in the grant of foreign investment clearances to INX Media when he was finance minister in the UPA1 government. The senior congress leader's role had come under the scanner of the investigating agency in the INX media case involving 305 crore rupees. Union Home Minister Amit Shah today chaired the 24th meeting of the Western Zolan Council in Goa. It is a forum for the centre and states to exchange ideas on issues like health, security and social welfare. Chief Ministers of Maharashtra, Gujarat, Goa and representatives from the Union Territories of Diu and Dadra and Nagar Haveli attended the meeting. The zonal councils provide a forum where irritants between the centre and the states and among the states themselves can be resolved through free and frank discussions and consultations. The states have been divided into five zones and each zone has its council comprising the chief minister, two ministers and the chief secretary of each state. The zonal councils are headed by the union home ministers and each zone nominates one chief minister as its vice chairman on a rotational basis. External Affairs Minister Dr. S. J. Shankar paid a courtesy call on President Bidya Devi Bhanduri at Kathmandu on the second and final day of his Nepal visit today. Nepal's foreign secretary, Shankar Das Bairagi, the Indian ambassador to Nepal, Manjeev Singh Puri, and Nepal's ambassador to India, Nilambar Acharya, were also present on the occasion. Earlier, Dr. Jay Shankar and his Nepalese counterpart, Pradeep Kumar Kwairwali co-chaired the fifth meeting of the India-Nepal Joint Commission yesterday. In a tweet, Dr. Jay Shankar said, The discussions were productive. He said, the Joint Commission comprehensively reviewed bilateral relations and identified areas for cooperation. According to a press release issued by Nepal's Ministry of Foreign Affairs, the main focus was on connectivity and economic partnership, trade and transit, power and water resources, and culture and education. The Commission also expressed happiness over the momentum generated in overall aspects of Nepal-India relations following the exchange of high-level visits in the last two years. A Memorandum of Understanding, MOU, on Food Safety and Standards between Food Safety and Standards Authority of India, FSSAI, and Department of Food Technology and Quality Control, DFTQC of Nepal, was signed. On this occasion, checks amounting to 3.74 billion Nepali rupees were handed over towards India's support for reconstruction of 50,000 houses in Nuwakot and Gorkha districts of the Terai Roads project. Dr. Jay Shankar is scheduled to depart for New Delhi in the evening. Addressing the nation on India's 73rd Independence Day, Prime Minister Narendra Modi's speech on the 15th of August focused on promotion of domestic tourism. He urged citizens to visit 15 tourist destinations in India by 2022. Domestic tourism boosts the economy and creates cultural integration. Many travel groups are active these days among all sections, including young and old generations traveling to their preferred destinations in the country. Women-only travel groups are very popular in Kerala. They form small groups and travel together to other historical hilly, religious areas, ecological hotspots, etc. Rema, who hails from Thiruvananthapuram, who is an avid traveller, shares her experiences. I'm a woman traveller who loves to explore Indian culture, heritage, and wildlife. For me, travelling is all about uh, finding new perspectives and deeper meaning to my life. Of course, there are fun elements as well. Uh, It gives me a lot more positive energy. Travelling helps me to be a strong, self-reliant and empowered woman and uh, it makes me a better human being. The government today appointed Ajay Kumar Bhalla as the new Home Secretary. He belongs to the 1984 batch of the Assam Meghalaya Kada of the Indian Administrative Service and is currently serving as officer on special duty in the Home ministry. He succeeds Rajiv Goba, who moves out as cabinet secretary. Earlier, he served as a secretary in the Ministry of Power. At the stock markets, the Sensex lost 180 points or 0.5% to trade at 36,881 a short while ago. The Nifty at the National Stock Exchange slipped 58 points or 0.5% to 10,861. At the forex market, the rupee weakened 14 pesa to 71.70 against the dollar in intraday deals. The Lieutenant Governor of Delhi, Anil Bejal, today said that there is need for research and innovation center to provide a platform for global exchange of expertise, problems and information about future cyber policing. He said the existing legal framework at national and international levels also needs to adjust with the changing reality of cyber threats. Mr. Bajul was speaking at the Homeland Security Conference jointly organized by the Vivekanand International Foundation and FICI in New Delhi today. He reiterated that innovation in the vast, changing cyber environment will have to be the key element in any cyber crime controlling program. The day-long conference aims to bring together stakeholders from the government, The intelligence and police forces, industry, academia, and experts to promote development and implementation of innovation systems and concepts to combat cybercrime. The conference witnessed participation from senior officials from the government, the Central Armed Police Forces, and various state police forces. The theme of this year's program is Innovation-Led Cybercrime Management. India will take on the West Indies in the opening match of the two-match series at North-South in Antigua today. The match will start at 7 p.m. Indian time. All India Radio will broadcast a bilingual commentary on the match, alternately in Hindi and English. This can be heard on the Rajdhani, FM Rainbow, Additional Frequencies and the Prasar Bharati YouTube channels. The match will be played at St. Vivian Richards Stadium in Antigua, which is known as friendly where Kohli and his men will be facing the windies for the first time. And now, before we end the bulletin, the headlines once again. Prime Minister Narendra Modi embarks on a three-nation tour to France, the UAE and Bahrain, says the focus is on bilateral relations and new areas of cooperation. Ahead of the Prime Minister's visit to Paris, India's ambassador to France says combating terrorism in all forms will be one of the priorities for the two countries. Jammu and Kashmir governor directs release of 5 crore rupees for each district and divisional commissionerate. Says work must begin under back to village program. Former Union Minister Peter Dambaram to be produced before a CBI court in the INX media scam. Home Minister Amit Shah chairs West Zone Council meet in Goa. And in cricket, Men in Blue take on the Caribbeans in the first test match at Antigua this evening. Match begins at 7 pm India time. And with that, we end. The Midday News.